Hi, you're listening to the Road to a Billion podcast. I'm your host, Stefan Georgi. Since 2011, I've sold over $700 million worth of products for both clients and my own companies. I've also founded or co-founded eight different businesses that have grossed between seven to nine figures in revenue. Today, I focus a lot of my time on teaching, training, and mentoring the next generation of freelancers and entrepreneurs. And that's why I created The Road to a Billion, a call-in radio show style podcast where I answer people's questions on mindset, business ownership, scaling funnels, copywriting, and more. If you want to submit a question, then check out the show notes to learn how, or visit me at stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe to opt into my email list. And every week, you'll get a link to join the live call-in show. And with that being said, let's go ahead and get started. Hey guys, in this episode, Stefan and Boy Wonder Ed Ray team up to share powerful freelancing insights on topics, including how to book clients in advance to simplify your life, make as much money as possible, and never lack work as a freelancer how to avoid over-promising and under-delivering when dealing with multiple prospects or clients. I hope you enjoy. Question here from Rob about booking clients in advance. What's up, Rob? Rob Tidwell? He's muted. There he is. Hi, friends. Hi, friends. Hi, Ed. Hi, Stefan. Hey. So, yeah, I have a question. So I'm kind of like going through a, a change in my freelancing side of things. <clears throat> um, and I've never been really good at like booking clients out far. I always just, cause it seems like everybody's in a rush, <laughs> um, which uh, at least from my experience. Um, so I've never been too good at booking clients out in advance, but I'd like to change that, uh, especially now as I'm kind of pivoting to specialize in upsells. Uh, I got some stuff in the works on that, but um, just wondering how to go about that, or if you have any advice on booking out in advance. What um, how long does it usually take you to actually do the upsells for the clients? Like, I guess like work hours or whatever. Oh, I'd like a day, two days, if I, you know, after edit. I mean, upsells are really quick. That's what's yeah. <laughs> really great about you know, upsells from my perspective, but that's going away from like, I've been mostly just long form and it takes like, you know, I, I, yeah, I give myself like a month for these projects to make sure I do a good job. <clears throat> um, so I'm, I'm kind of transitioning and then I get close to the end of the project and I'm like, Oh, now I've been lucky because I've been working with like the same clients keep coming back, but I'm like in the back of my mind, I'm a little worried. Like, well, what if they stop launching products and or whatever? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that based on that, I, you know, I, I want to like, I'd go slower than fast when it comes to like, you know, booking in advance. But I mean, if you can, upsells are a little bit tough because I think people do have an expectation that they can get done faster. Right. So do you say like, how long do you tell them right now that the turnaround time is going to be? Do you tell them four weeks or is that for long form? That you tell them four weeks. Oh, that's long form for, I, you know, because I do have multiple projects, I've been giving myself like two weeks to write an upsell because, you know, I have other stuff going on. Um, <clears throat> it's not, it, it, but I want to kind of switch from that. It just depends on what I have on my plate as to how far I book out. But like a lot of like 
say for example on our jobs board and copy accelerator they're like pretty much 90 percent of them are like we want this in the next month like oh well i'm busy for the next month but if you gave me another month or two i'd be down for it and so it's just kind of it hasn't been a problem i haven't run out of work yet but i've gotten nervous once or twice this year i'd rather i'm trying to simplify my life really <laughs> Yeah. I mean, well, maybe that part of that though is, is if you want to like, for example, specialize in upsells, then, you know, you wouldn't have as many things sort of like booked out and like you, you, if you do two a day, right. In theory, you could do like three upsell like packages a week. Right. Which is like 12 a month and not that necessarily want to be writing that many upsells all the time. Uh, but, but I'm guessing it seems like you probably get upsells, but then you also get long form and then you're trying to like balance the upsells plus the long form kind of, right. Is that part of it? Yeah, that's where I'm at right now because <clears throat> I'm not strictly doing upsells. Right. I'm not even sure if that's going to be a thing, but I'm I'm trying to bring in as many as I can. Like I've even thought about putting up, I mean, I've never had a website, never needed a website. Doing a website with like just all my testimonials that I'm collecting right now for my upsells just to have something, I don't know, to send people to. I don't even know if that's worth it. But So yes, right now I'm balancing long form and then trying to fit in these upsells. Right. Um, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to book out more. I mean, I book out like generally, I just tell like, you know, everyone like an eight week turnaround time basically. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm also not doing, I'm getting paid a lot and I'm not doing uh, a super high volume. Um, you know, I think as you get better and reputation gets better, obviously that helps. Like one person paid me, like 50 grand to just reserve a spot in 2021 for me. Um, which was like, great. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. but it does help. I mean, as you have reputation, cause like, I mean, I've thought about that where I'm like, I could literally put a calendar out and be like, Hey, I'm gonna do one letter a month in 2021. It's like, you know, $50,000 or $55,000 per letter. Like here's like the go in here now, if you want to try and book me out, you know, and like have like an opening for each month. And then just like, by like, if I blasted that a bunch, I could probably book out like, you know, 12 letters and $600,000 of upfront income by doing that. But obviously like, I've got the reputation to make that happen. Um, yeah. As you get better and better results, I mean, that does become easier. And as you become better and better known, just goes back to kind of continue to market yourself and brand yourself and things like that. Um, but if you could, yeah, maybe if you want to try, if you can find that you can sustain yourself by just doing upsells and create a really good niche for yourself there at that point, I think you'll be able to book out more in advance anyway. Um, but you know, for the, I don't have a great answer for you. I don't know. Do you have anything you want to add to it? Cause I'm sorry. I'm like, I, I think like it kind of like, it's just the reality of your schedule. I don't know how you're going to be able to get people to like, if people really, if you're in demand, then you can get away with it. You're like, Hey, you know, like you want to reserve a spot with me for like, you know, three months from now or so. I mean, people can reserve a spot, but like they, they have, you have to be high enough in demand for them to do that. In that case, you accept either payment up front or a down and, and, and slot in the calendar but people have to be like, I have to work with Rob and nobody else. So that's, that's the part that really has to be overcome beyond everything else. Right. I guess I just hear these fantasy stories like, Oh, such and such is booked four months out. I'm like, wow, how do you do that? <laughs> I don't know if that's reality or not. But... I mean, it, like, it can be, but again, everybody was like, Oh my God, Rob Tillow is like the best, you know, in the road at upsells. Like I would just kill to work with him. Then it's super easy. So part of it is just like you, you know, continuing to position yourself as like the best of the, like I could do that. But again, I've, I've, you know, have this crazy track record and all that kind of stuff, but like, you know, 
you, I mean, you could do something like, yeah, I know like, um, Elizabeth just said holidays book around holidays. Cause I mean, you can also do, you could do like, Hey, like, look, like here's all the results I've gotten for clients. Here's the crazy testimonials I'm crushing. Like, you know, if you're more like, but I'm getting booked up. Like if you want to get the tax right off now and like reserve me for 2021, then like, here's where you can book me, you know, for like, you know, a project starting in February. I mean, you can try stuff like that, but it just really comes down to like, you know, your, your reputation more than anything else. Sure. Makes sense. I'll just keep trucking. It's going well. I'm just, I'm getting excited for 2021. I got a bunch of stuff on my, in my head. So <clears throat> trying to make things easier on myself. Thanks, Maybe man. We start, try to start charging a little bit higher rates too, though, if you're so booked up all the time. You know what I mean? Not if you're existing client, but you can, but even with newer clients, like start charging a little bit more because then that might potentially keep your calendar a little bit more open, but in like a good way because you're still you oh. know, getting paid more. Yeah. I actually did just finally started charging. Um, five figures for a sales letter and that's it's made it better but it feels like i'm doing less work i don't know it's a weird head place like good. making more money but doing less work i'm like well, i should get more work ah. yeah i think that is something too we try to like fill that vacuum right it's like that comes back to like a self-worth thing and like a guilt thing where you're almost like oh i paid me all this money and but it was kind of easy to do it so therefore like they shouldn't have paid me this money or i don't deserve this money or i better find more work or i better you know, there's a lot of stuff like that, but it's also like a point in your life where it's like, you no, know, don't be afraid to also just be enjoying your life now and having, feeling blessed that you have money and you have the ability to have downtime and you have the ability to spend time with your family. I mean, I would assume, and then don't live outside of your means to the point where if you lose all of your clients next month, suddenly like everything would go to shit and you'd be in a desperate panic situation. You know what I mean? Make sure you're putting money, saving money, stuff like that too. I think that's really the approach there. Yeah. And I'm finally in a good spot. Um, it's been a good year for me, so I'm just, I'm doing much better, but I'm just always trying to improve. So thanks, man. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Dude. Happy to help. Rob, you are the man. He's so clean shaven in this photo. No, what a handsome gent. Every time I see him, he's got like the huge burns and like a little beard kind of coming in, all that kind of stuff. Such a cutie. All right. Question here from Ian Pettit around blocks around pursuing too many prospects at once. What's up, Ian Pettit? Hey, how you guys doing? Yeah, how you doing? Excellent, how are you? I'm feeling pretty good. The sun's shining here in Indiana, so uh, hey, can't ask for much more. Pride of, uh, pride of Fort Wayne right here. Yeah, man. That's uh, interesting to hear that. Come back and see your roots sometime, Stefan, you know? I the Summit City. Happily do that in the summertime. There you, yeah, for sure. So anyway, um, sort of the longer story is that around the time you guys were doing the uh, Copy Accelerator live event, <clears throat> I had told myself, well, I'll, I'll go if I can like land a, a, enough client work to pay for it, right? right? And I came just short of that. But at the time I was in talks with like sort of the one client I actually have right now, which has been the dream client that I've been chasing, right? He's like a, I don't know how many figures influencer, like he's got like a net worth of $400 million and he's got an offer out there and it looks awesome. And so I was like, well, you know, maybe I can help out. And I sent them the cold emails. I did that thing. And uh, his marketing guy was like, these are great. Let's try out some stuff. And uh, I, I knew it was going to be a little bit of a problem because at first 
he just wanted the checkout page done. And I'm like, okay, you know, little test project. But when I looked at their funnel, I was like, dude, your headline is not great. Like the emails aren't great, but okay, okay, we'll do it. So we got done with that. He's like, all right, thanks. And, you know, I got paid and all that. And then, you know, it was a little bit, it was like crickets. And then he said, um, out of the blue, he like messages me. He's like, hey, how's things going? I need help. We're not converting. And I had been like, you guys need your sales page done. So I like did him a sales page. I like redid it like up front because I'm trying to, you know, get this guy. I'm, I'm relatively new. I'm relatively untested, all of that stuff. So like did like a $2,500, $2,500, 2,500 word sales page. And it's like, Merry Christmas. Let me know how it converts. And it's again, crickets. And so on the one hand, I want, I really would like to have that on my resume is like, I got these guys, you know, increase their conversions rates, get a great testimonial from like a big name, because that's like a major foot in the door for, you know, that's like a powerful testimonial. But at the same time, I'm having these long gaps of, of communication. I don't know if I should just say, hey, listen, dude, like if you don't want to work with me, please just tell me and give up the chance to have that whale client testimonial. Or if I should just, and again, to the main part of the question, which is that like, when I think about taking on lots and lots of different clients at once or, or putting out lead gen stuff and, and then trying to do that all at once, I, I'm really nervous about over promising and then under delivering because I've got too many irons in the fire, which is a tendency I have. So I'm, I'm just trying to avoid that. So, you know, how do I balance that? Should, is it worth it to give up um, the opportunity for that really, you know, awesome client testimonial? because I want money now. Yeah. I mean, I think you can do both though. I don't think you need to just wait around for them. I mean, I think you should continue, like I think it's people in the chat as well, but I think, you know, following, following up is really important. Um, you know, like it's just like the bigger the client is, the more they have going on and the busier they get and the less responsive they can be, you know, I mean, it's, it's just like a, a rule and it's not, necessarily anything like, you know, personal to you or that doesn't, you know, your copy's not working or anything like that. It's just that they've just got a bunch of you know stuff going on. So I think like, you know, I wouldn't like give up on them or even send an email, like an ultimatum type email. I just would mm -hmm. you know, follow up like, Hey, check in, how to go. Let me know. would love to work with you more in 2021. Um, you know, and just follow up with them pretty consistently. I think that's cool. And I think as you're doing that, yeah. Like, again, I wouldn't just sit around waiting. It's like, I would go out and get a few more clients. I don't think, you know, it has to be something where you're like, Oh, I guess I better go overload myself with clients. It's like, I would just go out and prospect and try and get another, you know, client or two. And, and ideally take some, you know, if you want to take like one off projects on it, so you can sort of like just do work that then you get through. And then by the time you're done with that, if the, um, if this dream client happens to, you know, turn into like a retainer or something like that, uh, then you know you still have flexibility. I don't think you need to go get other like don't go get, replace that with like crappy small retainers. But um, but I would definitely be looking at you know getting a few more kind of gigs. But don't overload yourself. Just get a couple. I mean, if you're not doing anything right now, then getting one or two more clients would be you know manageable and bring money in today, and you'll be beneficial. You don't need to go get like five or seven or ten and overload yourself. So don't look at it in such a binary way. I guess is my mm -hmm. advice. Right, right. Because in the meantime, I had. Cause I was like, well, I've got to do something. So I had started working on like, um, 
sort of like my, my personal media platform, as it were, <clears throat> building a website and, and trying to have a platform to, to put my blog posts rather than just on LinkedIn. Um, but that's not like, that's not even really money later, certainly not money now. And, and money now is kind of where I'm at. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, and I think that part of what's disappointing is that there was a lot of sunk time cost in researching to get that voice down. Right. And so I have a few other like people that I've been on their email list for a long time that I'm thinking, well, I, I could probably, you know, um, Todd Herman is one, Bedros Koulian is another, um, even like, even sometimes like Grant Cardone, who's emailing all the time, it, it kind of seems like, well, it almost might be the kind of team who would, who would take on, but I, the cost of, um, trying to get down their voice in advance, uh, I think is just, maybe it's just daunting. I just need to get over it and, and, and give it a shot. So. Yeah. I mean, I think so. And again, I mean, just looking at, most of them are going to hire you for like a few test projects anyway. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean so it's not like you have to like, um, like, you, you know, I know the voice of, but it's not even a sunk cost in it. Cause again, this big whale client might come back to you and like, um, you know, and, and be like, Hey, I've been super busy. Sorry, but like this converted great. We finally tested it. What can I do? Can I put you on a retainer? I'll pay you $10,000 a month or, you know, like, you know, like all that, that stuff can still just happen out of the blue. You know what I mean? That's um, true. So it's like not like a sunk cost. This is like a delayed for now. For now, it's a delayed hour. And if they come back, I'm like, I don't want to work with you. I'm too busy. Like, all right. Then I guess it was a sunk cost. Well, even then, sure. got better. But um, I just sort of think, uh, yeah, I, I, like in, you know, I guess it also depends on like the kind of clients you, you want to work with, but it's, it's like getting the voice right for all of them like that. Are you overcomplicating it sometimes when you could just write copy for people? Like, I don't know, like I write for, like, how long does it really take you to get their voice right? Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and I think that it, it, sometimes I read the emails for, for one or another guy and I'm like, that's like, okay, you know, but it, 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 there's a certain, uh, I feel like if it's good email copy, it's all got the same kind of feel to it. It's conversational. It's got like a attention grabbing headline. It's, it's the zebra email, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you can write a zebra email for one person, writing it for another is not going to be that different. And if they come back and say, hey, I wouldn't say the word bro or whatever, that's that's like a tiny change. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Hopefully that cool. Helps. Hey, Yo, thanks a lot, man. Can I add something to that? Please. For sure. So uh, I'm I'm like rereading your question again, and one thing I'm all, like I'm seeing is you're phrasing. I'm worried I'll end up overpromising under delivering. Uh, me personally, I well I don't really do much freelancing anymore. But when I did freelancing, um, I would always 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 have three to five deals in my back pocket, like just in conversation. Just because you're talking to somebody about working together doesn't mean you have to do it right away. And bonus points because now you have a quote unquote waiting list say, Hey, I'm really booked up right now. I'm free next month. And now you have more prestige. Right. Now, so, do, I guess you only really need to bring that up if, if they ask how soon you can do something. Otherwise you can wait until they're like, Oh, Hey, I really want you to do something. I really want to work together and say, all right, well, Hey, I'm available in, or, or would you put that out there earlier on in the conversation? No, just talk about working together and then say, hey, so when, when can we do this? And then you go, oh, actually, I'm, well, you know, yep. I wouldn't overthink sure. that. Just focus, focus on delivering value. Focus on, um, you know, putting those, uh, 
What's the expression? Irons in the oven? Is that what it is? Irons in the fire, yeah. Stick a bunch of irons in the fire because some of them aren't going to turn into swords. Some are just going to be a lump of steel. Exactly. So start putting the irons in the fire, dude. Um, make sure you, I, you got a three to five <clears throat> in your back pocket at any time. And because um, that gives you the power, right? Gives you the power to say no. Because if you come across some deals, like, so if it says here, like, you're worried about over promising and delivering, um, you don't have to say yes to every single client. Mm-hmm. And I know that, I mean, like, I'm not sure exactly what your situation is, but um, it's definitely a shift in mindset of saying, oh, I can actually say no to a client that I don't want to work mm-hmm. with because I don't want to do that project. That's crazy. Um, yep. So, yeah, I hope that helps. It does. Good points. Hey, thanks, guys. You got Absolutely. It. Sweet. All right. That's just about it for today. Before we finish, though, let me share a little bit more about how you can stay in touch with me. I have a private email list where I share high-level tricks, strategies, and insights about copywriting, entrepreneurship, mindset, and more. In fact, often my podcasts are based on topics I first emailed out to my list weeks or even months earlier. So if you want to get brand new stuff from me every single day, go to stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. These emails are often upwards of a thousand words, and I send them every day. So make sure you really can commit to engaging with me on that level. But as long as you can, and you should, because I do drop a ton of value in these emails, go apply to join my list today. And again, the web address is stephanpaulgeorgi.com forward slash subscribe. And in case you don't know how to spell my name, which is okay, it is S-T-E-F-A-N, Paul, and then my last name is georgi, G-E-O-R-G-I.com. So stephanpaulgeorgi.com dot com forward slash subscribe and I will see you in my email list.